I'm sure we've all had people in our lives that make us take a new perspective, make us think differently or look at the world differently. For me, it's three people. There's more than three, but three that come to mind as I was preparing. The first is my dad. My dad was a World War II vet, and he was 90% disabled. He had shrapnel in his right knee, could never bend his right leg. He had a stiff leg. His left heel was shot off in the war, and he had shrapnel in his shoulder. And he went through many difficulties in his life. He had health problems and things that sort of hindered him. But I never once in my entire life heard him complain. Never said, poor me, oh, look at me, I'm so sad, look at what happened. He never complained once. And I've remembered that my whole adult life. He formed me never to complain too much. The second was a guy I've mentioned in my homilies before. When I was 17, 16 years old, I worked in a restaurant. There was a gentleman who used to come to the restaurant and we'd have to help him out of his car because he was in a wheelchair. And you'd go to his car, help him out, get him into the restaurant, he'd eat dinner, and then you'd help him go back to his car. And the man always smiled. I don't remember his name. I'm not sure I ever knew his name. But he never, ever did not smile. He was always joyful. And I, one day I said to him, you know, being a 17-year-old, how come you're happy? Because I'm thinking, he's in a wheelchair. How can you be happy? He said, God has been good to me. I'm alive. Look at my life. I've been blessed. Wow. 17 years old, and I've never forgotten that man. And the third one is, is, is Christ, is Jesus. You've heard me mention in the last several months, my father-in-law lives with us now, and he's going to be 97 in a month. And we take total care of him. And I remember agreeing to having him come, and then about two weeks later, we had six weeks interlude, and I'm thinking, I can't do this. I can't take care of this man. I, I can't do any of this. It's not who I am. And I began praying like crazy. And I said, Lord, if you want me to do this, you gotta bless me with your grace because I don't wanna do this and I can't do this. And it went away and the Lord blessed me with his grace to be able to do it. And we've been doing it now seven, going on eight months, and it's been a joy. Not every minute is a cakewalk, but it's been pretty good. Three people make you think about changing your perspective. And that's what Jesus does to us in today's readings. He tries to change our perspective. In that first reading, you know, he says, be holy, speak to the people. I am your Lord. You should not bear hatred towards one another. Be a holy people. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Think about our life in society. Society tells us one thing and how to do things. And it's contrary to what the Lord teaches us. We're taught to be kind and understanding and loving. We're taught to be compassionate by him. But the world says, all for me. Let me go after it. Don't let anybody get in your way. Get what you need. Just, just do it. You can do it, George. You can do it. Well, that's contrary to what the Lord teaches us. He tries to teach us a new perspective. Love your neighbor as yourself. We love ourselves, we think, but let's love every one of our neighbors as ourselves. Think about that second reading. We are temples of the Lord. Through our baptism, we are temples of the Holy Spirit. 
And when we do things to counterbalance that temple type of thing, we fill ourselves with the wrong things. We fill ourselves with hatred, with greed, things that we let the world get in the way of our everyday living. Be temples of the Lord. God's spirit is within us. When we sin or we do things that the Lord is not happy with, let's say, we, we're not temples. We become contrary temples. Human wisdom makes us self-sufficient, like I said earlier, but we must rely upon God's wisdom for that. We all belong to Christ, and we must be his temple each and every day. And in that gospel, it's a very powerful gospel, love your enemies, turn your cheek to the other one. I don't think it's saying we have to be doormats for people, but I think it says we have to love with all our heart and with all our soul. I don't know about you, but I've had people in my life that I may not have liked so well, frankly. You know, you, you get those people, you just, uh, they come across and you, you just don't feel that good about them. But when you pray and you ask the Lord to ease that burden, it's a freeing thing when you forgive and you move forward and you love your neighbor as yourself and you forgive. Really, we act with selflessness when we forgive because we give up our own vices in that whole thing. You know that love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's what our society teaches us. But we should love our enemies. And in, when we do baptisms, we, we, we anoint the children, the babies with the sacred chrism. And we anoint them as priest, prophet, and king. And in that anointing, we say we're supposed to love our enemies. We're supposed to love our enemies because God loves all people, because we're all children of God. That's not the easiest thing to do in our life. Matter of fact, it's probably one of the most difficult things to do. But if we allow the Lord Jesus Christ to change our new perspective and give us a way to think about things differently and act in Jesus' spirit and not of the world, we do gain a new perspective. It eases the burden of everyday life. It eases the burden of the things we're caught up with at work or at play. You know, listen to the Lord. How do we do that? We pray. We pray. Let's talk to him. Have a conversation with the Lord. And I don't mean just the rote prayers that were taught, but have a conversation. You sit in a quiet place and ask him to come into your heart, and your mind, and your soul, and ask him to transform you. He will do that. It may make us uncomfortable at first. It may make us feel a little bit, wow, I don't know if I can do that. But he'll give us that grace we need to do that. Receive him in the body and blood of Christ, the meal for the journey. That's another way. So. Let's take a new perspective in our daily life. We're heading towards Ash Wednesday, which is Wednesday. We we're just talking about how quickly this has come for us, right? Lent is a few days away and Ash Wednesday. It's a time to take a new perspective. It's a time to look at the world differently. It's a time for us to look at our spiritual lives in a different way. Take the time, spend the time with the Lord. Talk to him, ask him to come in, ask him to change your life and give you a new perspective over all the things we, all of us deal with on a daily basis. He will answer those prayers without a doubt.